0: Hi, Uh, recently we talked about the anatomy of the pleura, that is the covering of the lungs and the lining of the thoracic cage that essentially lets you breathe in and out. It makes the lungs expand when you move the the ribs and what have you. Um, What I want to talk about now is I want to add on to that and talk about pleural recesses because they're difficult but important clinically. Um, And I want to talk about innovation because it's kind of cool. Uh, And people will get chest pain and this is kind of how. Right, enough waffling, started my five minute timer, let's go. I cheat too much for that intro. Okay, so we're going to talk about what a pleural recess is, what it means, fluid can collect here, why, Um, and then we're going to talk about innovation of the two different layers of pleura. So, um, parietal pleura lines the thoracic cavity, right? The inside of the thoracic cavity that the lung sits in. So that parietal pleura is called costal pleura when it's lining the inside surfaces of the ribs. When it's covering the diaphragm, it's the diaphragmatic pleura. When it's lining the mediastinum, that is the central part of the thorax, it gets called mediastinal pleura. And if you imagine that space inside your thorax, there are some sharp angles in there. The diaphragm, for example, is a curved dome. It curves up. It curves superiorly. And when you breathe in, it flattens out. So where the diaphragm meets the ribs, there's a very sharp angle there. And that sharp angle is lined by parietal pleura. And that angle is so sharp and so thin that the lungs can't get into it. Um, this is a recess, and it's a recess made then of parietal pleura only because the visceral pleura is covering the lung and the lung can't get into this space even when you breathe in really deeply. There's this very sharp angle here. So again, that sharp angle is caused by the, the upward dome of the diaphragm meeting the curve of the ribs. So there's this very sharp angle inside us at that point. That's the costodiaphragmatic recess, also gets called the costophrenic recess or the costophrenic angle. Now, the reason this is so important is because when you look at a chest x-ray, this costodiaphragmatic recess, if you look laterally, it's really obvious. It's sharp, it's clear, it's one of those things you look for and it should be obvious. Um, But the The recess is part of the pleural cavity. That is the potential space between the visceral pleura and the parietal pleura. And there should be a little bit of fluid in there, but sometimes fluid collects. We'll come back to that in a moment. The other recess worth thinking about is um, a thin space anteriorly. So where the costal pleura meets the mediastinal pleura, um, there's a sharp angle there. It all gets very, very thin because the the heart and the lungs are filling as much space as they can there. So anteriorly, deep to the ribs, where the ribs, so where the parietal, uh, where the costal pleura, meets the mediastinal pleura there's another thin sharp recess called the costo mediastinal recess it's larger on the left because of the way the heart fills the space there uh, but the lungs do probably expand into this recess on deep inspiration so those are the main two the costodiaphragmatic diaphragmatic recess super sharp angles looking laterally and the costomediastinal mediastinal recess Difficult shapes to imagine, but that's kind of what we've got to do. So what is a pleural effusion then? So this is when you have more fluid than normal collecting in the pleural cavity. You know, some physiological change has occurred. Maybe Is is there heart failure? Is there infection? Is there a pulmonary embolism? Is there an oncotic pressure change? But for some reason, fluid is collecting in the pleural cavity. And if you imagine gravity, someone stood up, and how that pleural cavity surrounds the lungs, imagine that, you know, filling up that pleural cavity with fluid from the bottom, the first thing you're going to notice, the most obvious thing you're going to notice is those costo-diaphragmatic recesses will disappear. And they should be sharp, they should be obvious, but if fluid collects here, they, they get greyed out and they're not obvious anymore. That's why this anatomy is so important and so useful. All right, I'm going to tack on my bit about innovation because I think this is cool. The visceral pleura covers the lungs. The lungs are organs. So the visceral pleura is part of the organ. So its innovation is also visceral through the pulmonary plexus. Whereas the parietal pleura is part of the thoracic wall and part of the diaphragm. So it has somatic innovation, innovation of the body, innovation that you're aware of, if you like intercostal nerves and phrenic nerves will innervate the uh, parietal pleura so pleuritic pain a sharp chest pain associated with breathing movements caused by inflammation of the pleura or something that's made the pleura become rougher and the two pleura rub against each other oh, there's my there's my 5 minutes that pleuritic pain is going with the parietal pleura that's somatic innervation um, which is why it's so obvious and clear. So parietal pleura, somatic innovation, visceral pleura, visceral innovation. Easy, right? That's it. I'm going to stop talking now. But there's a bit more pleura anatomy, which is useful clinically and good. All right. See you next time.